This is Ian from Dryer. You are listening to Epitome of Stupidity. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode number 26, right? Yeah. Sorry, so I just looked at it. So, that's a good number. Still. It, it is still. Still today, right? It is. Okay. And uh, that's Jire. That's Jire. And that's Ian. And yeah, he's singing. Yeah, he's doing He's the playing same. the guitar. Or he's playing the bass. I'm sorry. He's my guy on the bass. He's <laughs> we'll talk to him. The song is Come to Carry On. It's yeah. good stuff. Talk to him shortly. Right after we talk about what we're listening to. I know what Clint's listening to because I can see it right here on the outline. Yeah, all 64 lines of it. Yeah. Busy week. Go ahead, Clint. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I feel Switch it up. Honored. I listened to a lot of Jire this week coming into the interview and everything. They're, uh, if you haven't heard them, check them out. They're uh, kind of toolish in a way. Um, it's, it's good stuff. It's progressive hard rock. Sure. And you know what they've got on Tool? They've put out music this century. <laughs> so. Tool doesn't have Ian. Eat it, Tool. <laughs> Other than that, a uh, ton of high on fire with that new album, but we'll get to that here in a few. Of course, I'm still on Clutch and Typo because it's still October. Uh, listen to something called Dragon Lord based on uh, somebody on our Instagram. Saying, check it out. It's uh, it's not necessarily my type of thing, but I will go back to it this month because it, it's very Halloween-ish. It's got that... The name is terrible. But, That's yeah, all I know about it. Well, first time I've heard it. You could just lump it in with all the fucking witch <laughs> names. And uh, it, it's it, it's got the kind of orchestral thing in the background with the black metal thrash type feel. It's Ooh. it's fun. Uh, randomly found myself listening to some Zayas just to kind of finish up a couple nights. But I don't even know if we're allowed to talk about this. Are we allowed to talk about this? I think we're allowed to talk about it. I think so. I. Because they, yeah, okay. people know it exists. We're going, we're going with this. Yeah, started the week hard with that the wall redux that Magnetic Eyes putting out, and man, oh man, oh man, oh man, I can't wait to share some of that stuff with y'all because it is so much better than it should be. Key, the point of the story is we have heard it and you have not, and it's awesome. Kiss our ass. And also the point of the story is because of hearing that, I went and found a band called Year of the Cobra. Fun fucking stuff. I like that name. <laughs> it's, that's a cool name. Yeah. It's uh, you're you're gonna stop liking it real quick. Um, chick singer, bass player, drummer. That's it. Singer, singer plays the bass. So it's just two people, husband and wife. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, dude, it's, it doesn't have to be guitar. It's awesome. It is. It's good stuff. She doesn't like try to do the dude vocals either. She just sings and she's fucking good at it. It's good stuff. And uh. Interspersed here and there through the week was a band called North, who will get post metal band of the week because you know I got to get me some post metal through the week. Found them through our friends at Prosthetic. It's good stuff. If you're into the post metal like I am, you're going to enjoy this. Check it out. I think the album actually came out a wee a year or two ago. 
which is more than a week or two. Yeah. And uh, is there any time left on the podcast for you to talk now? That's all. Uh, have a good one. We're on Facebook. <laughs> I uh, What did I listen to? I listened to, I, I spent approximately le- le- probably a little over 11 hours in the car on uh, Thursday. Ooh. And uh, I wasn't driving. Uh, I, I, I subjected him to some things. Him being Al, your boss? No, Matthias, another guy. All right. Um, we took it back to the old school. I mean, we listened to. I, I played Clutch for him because he, you know, was on the way back and he wanted to stay awake. So I, I played him the new Clutch. He was into it. Um, listen, we listened to Toxicity on his oh. on his request. Weird. Yeah, which is I forget how weird that stuff is. Right. Um, we listened to some some Osmosis. We listened to some Pantera. Um, what else? There was there was a couple other things thrown in there. I at my desk. Uh, what did I fucking? I'm like, I gotta remember this. This is good stuff. I did this every week, and that's why I started writing I it know. down. I haven't had any time to write it down. I've I've probably listened to more bands this week than I have in the past month. So it was a pretty good week. Pretty it fun was, week. It was a busy week for me too. Yeah, I did, and all the new. Um, oh, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up. Um, the new Tom Morello. Oh yeah, you listened to that? Is it Morello? Morello? Yes. No, Morello? it's Morello. Did you have you? I have not. Do you have any idea what it is? No interest in it what at all. Okay. Yeah, I didn't either. My my wife, she uh the on the on the bullets they were talking about the new releases and that was one of them and, my, and it sparked my curiosity. It is it's rap techno funk shit. What? It is yeah, it is garbage. Garbage. And every song, the first, you know, the intro always sounds like a pretty decent rage riff. And then it instantly gets ruined by electronic drums. And even rappers. There's people rapping. Every song <laughs> features someone, you know right. what I mean? That kind of thing. So that was... That was <laughs> Awful. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. That dude's been trying to to do something else cool ever since Rage stopped. And he's had three or four bands that I can think of. All of them equal garbage. You know, I, I checked out the first couple and have completely he could go the last couple. He could kill some shit, man, if you just go back to just riffing instead of trying to be, you know. Because he, he got famous because all the artsy kind of stuff right. he was doing, all the outside-the-box stuff. Pulling his fucking cord out of yeah, the Yeah, playing the cord and, and, yeah, and just doing weird, weird things. It's like, just go back to just playing riffs, man. Untrimmed fucking guitar strings. <laughs> oh, God. Gangling around. Yes. Why'd you have to bring that up, man? <laughs> I have to go take a shower. <laughs> God, I fucking hate that. I tried to do that like once or twice with my bass, and I can't remember who the hell it was. It might have even have been you. Somebody <laughs> said, no, you're not doing that. actually went and got clippers and clipped them. Left me no choice. No, that, yeah, that's, not a, that's really not an option. It's, and you it, just you look know, like a fucking idiot. And I, I, Obviously, I let it happen because that was the right call. <laughs> All right. Ready to call in? Want to dial some randomness? Yeah. All right. Let's do that. All right. Ring. All right, he answered, guys. Okay, we're like 10 for 10 now, people answering our calls. It's, this has got to end sometime. <laughs> every, you know, everybody talks about how nobody knows how to use a phone anymore. Right. Everybody we talk to knows how to. So, Ian, yep. what's up? How you doing, guys? We are good. Yeah, buddy. We're Good-looking good Saturday here. How about there in uh, New York, right? Yeah, it's actually beautiful out today. Yeah, it is. Now, you're it's, in been, New- it's been raining like crazy, but uh, today we've got a good day. So, Are you in New York, New York? Uh, I'm, we're, I'm just a little upstate, so upstate. about an hour out of the city. Gotcha. I'll be in New York on Thursday. No idea where, but oh, cool. I'll come cool. by and see you. Again with his <laughs> fucking crazy ass job. Yeah. All right, obviously, it's a big, 
Good. It's a big state. Most people just think it's like the city and stuff, but it's it's uh it's huge compared. You know, the upstate uh, area is gorgeous too. The Adirondacks and the Catskills and stuff. Right. Yeah. But I assume yeah. there's tons of bars and shit to play with your band too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, band... That's definitely a, a plus. You know, with uh, living in this area, there's not a shortage of uh, venues. Right. How's the how's the metal scene out there? Uh good. Is it? It's yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. I mean, there's places in the city like St. Vitus and uh, out on Long Island as well. Uh, there's a couple bands out on Long Island like Moontooth, uh, bands in Jersey, uh, a bunch of places in Jersey right around our studio, Dingbats, Clash Bar. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's there's stuff all over the place. It's happening. Nice. All right. You just got to look for it. You just got to look for it. <laughs> right. Um, so we're talking to Ian, and we've found out previous to – Recording. Yeah, we're not going to pretend like we already we've knew. pronounced it <laughs> wrong. Uh, he is in the band Gyre. Uh, there, uh, as mentioned, obviously, it based there in the New York area, and uh, they've got an album out already. And last I saw, you guys were starting to record another one. Well, hold on. What's the title of the album you already have out? Uh, Shared visions. We Shared just put visions. it out uh, in July. We put it out. Anything before that? Uh, we actually had three. Uh, EPs okay. before that. Um, so hats yeah. off to Clint for not answering the questions that we already. Know the I've learned to. my lessons. <laughs> Just trying to get that get that stuff out there. Okay, so tell us about what's coming up. Uh, basically, you know, we, we we're still trying to book shows and get as many shows as possible. Talking to a couple of booking agents at this point. That's kind of where our focus is right now. Just trying to play out. Um, but yeah, we are also in a bit of a creative. Uh, I don't know, like a little bit of a fever dream where once we start creating, it's kind of hard to stop. So we're about seven songs into whatever the next album will be. And uh, it's only been, you know, creating for about a month and a half for two months now. So I don't know. It's fun. It just it turns into when we're at practice, you know, we're jamming old songs and we get the songs to a certain point in terms of playing them live. And then we're like, OK, let's uh, what else do we have here? And we start riffing off and. Usually Juan has an idea or I have an idea and we come in with ideas and uh, and then kind of play it off each other. So it's been fun. And Juan being the guitar player? Right, yeah. Juan's the guitarist. Pablo's a drummer and I'm, I play bass and sing. What kind of, uh, I was, this is a perfect intro for me here. What kind of bass are you playing there, Ian? I play the bass as well. Uh, a Fender. Fender uh, Jazz. Nice. Five, uh, five string. Yeah, I love it. That's probably my... Uh, out of all the pieces of my equipment, uh, that's definitely the one that I was. I looked at it, played it, and I was like, "Okay, I have to have this." I'm not. I don't really care about the money I spent because I've had <laughs> instruments in the past where um, this one definitely it just hits right when you hit it. It actually sustains and it feels good. It's got weight to it. I don't know. I, I love it. And it, and it looks pretty sexy. I'm sure, right? That, that's that's first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. thing first. It's got to make you want to take it off the shelf, and then it's got to play good. Right. And uh, those things do that pretty well. I've got one of those myself, and uh, yeah, not yeah. like his though. Oh, I'm, no, well, <laughs> he's got one more damn string than mine. That's <laughs> true. Um, so tell us a little bit about the. Uh, you say that you guys have got some shows coming up. Uh, how far, how far out of your uh, kind of home base are you guys going? I mean, we played shows in Pennsylvania and Jersey and New York, but we we that's why we're kind of talking to a trying to talk to booking agents now because we do want to. Uh, we need to at this point we think we've uh we just need to branch out a little bit more i mean it's always good playing in new york and long island and, and jersey and 
but uh in pennsylvania but we definitely need to branch out more right and uh obviously should that ever branch out to columbus ohio we'll be happy to see you oh yeah we'd love to man (laughs) um i saw i think i saw something else on you guys' social where you're in talks with a couple labels uh no i mean there's like i think we had like a review where somebody like mentioned saying that you know these major labels should look at us and stuff but we uh I mean, we've, we've put our stuff out there, but there's no there's no serious talks about that stuff right now. No, damn! I thought we had a... unfortunately, unfortunately, right? You know. Well, that's why we're here, right? Try to push it further hey, and keep, pump it, keep going. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Listen, at the same time, it's uh, we were still having way too much fun in terms of uh, just getting together as a band and creating music. So that's like uh, it's definitely a, a a piece we would love to have, uh, you know, with this band, but. I always do the equation when there's like a frustration level versus fun level. And the fun level has far out, still far exceeds the frustration level of being in a band. So we're still going. Definitely. That's, that's math. Even I can do, man. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I mean, what kind of, I guess if most of it's been pretty central to where you are there, what kind of, I guess this is the generic way of asking. What's the biggest show you've played so far? Biggest? Uh, I I don't know. Biggest? We've played little like we played little like runs and tours with uh, Moontooth and Binary Binary Code a few years ago. Um, but biggest show? I I couldn't do it off the top of my head. We haven't played one of those shows where it's like a massive amount of people. We're still playing small venues and clubs. So and that's the only um, shows I want to be at anyway. So. Right? <laughs> like I said, you know. As long as there's people coming up to us after the show and buying merch and talking to us and enjoying the show, you know, play in front of 10 people or 100 people at this point. I, I guess that goes back to your equation, right? Still more fun than frustrating. Right, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag more fun than frustrating, sure. Um, <clears throat> so you're talking with a booking agent, trying to get things out. You guys have kind of started. It sounds like. Man, it sounds like you guys' writing process is a is a real downhill slide. If you get going, it's just happening, right? Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely that's uh we didn't really plan on creating this much or this fast, but that's kind of what happened with the last album too with uh with shared visions. It kind of just started and and we just kept on going until it kind of ran its course. Um <laughs> I feel like when you when you feel like you're creating and stuff, you just there's no point to stop as long as you're, you know, when you're still in that kind of creative, I guess, what it was, I don't know what word I'm looking for here. Creative Zone. like realm. Yeah. So is is the title of that album sort of a nod to that? How you guys just, just fucking get together and oh, music yeah. just falls yeah, out of definitely. your... Okay. I, I, it definitely is. I, I mean, we, we started out as a three piece. It was me, Juan and Pablo, and we put out our first album, um, and basically we did everything ourselves uh pretty much er- completely everything ourselves on that first ep second ep we had a bassist shirag um so then we turned into a four piece <clears throat> and then uh we also had a a, a singer geo so we were uh, turned into a five piece oh. and then the, the latest e- the ep uh the third ep we had we were still a five piece uh i switched over to bass shirag switched over to guitar uh, then we got a, had a, a singer Ying, so it's like a, a thirty second history of Gyre. But we've had a lot of a lot of different configurations, and it wasn't until we put out this full length that we went back to what we originally were, which is a three piece, and we kind of understood that you know 
though all those guys, I mean, they were great guys, and it was it was awesome to play with them. It, it's just so easy to play with for me, Juan and Pablo, and I know they feel the same way in terms of um, there's a certain ease when you play with uh, people that you have that type of shared vision with, uh, and it's just. Um, when you go to practice and you know you, it's going to be a productive practice every single time, that's kind of when you know uh, things are going right. And that wasn't always the case, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, it's uh, you learn. You kind of learn how you have to uh, sometimes less is more. We're, we're totally jealous because we want to be a three-piece so bad. Right. <laughs> but neither one of us can sing. <laughs> yeah, none of, neither one of us can sing, so that's not, that's not going to happen. I think three-pieces are the fucking way to go. I mean – you could, you could, you know, you just get to the point, get to the music, and there's not extra people to argue with and all that, you know, right, right. stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, now listen, like I said, it's when you have, it's just, you know, me and two other people. And if those two other people, you know, were in the same, you know, mindset, then it's, it, it is a lot easier, you know, in terms of uh, getting things done. I, I'm not going to try to bullshit you. I, I haven't listened to any of the EPs. I've listened to the album a handful of times, and you know I dig it and all that fun stuff. But uh, awesome. I'm, I'm going to have to go back and listen to those EPs just to hear the... <laughs> just, yeah, yeah the, definitely the, a little bit more prog, probably. Definitely more uh, screaming, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. I See, and <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not trying to kiss ass or anything, but I think bullshit. you've got a pretty no. cool voice. I don't understand how or why you went away from singing. I think, um, as a matter of fact, I, I think was, this is God's honest truth. I think the first thing I said to Brian about you guys was, "We need this dude as our singer." <laughs> is that? <laughs> I think I was sitting in like Hobby Lobby's parking lot and sent you that text message. That <laughs> yeah. was the day of the Zayus Without Waves show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't. It definitely, it took. A, it definitely took a while for me to completely feel comfortable playing and singer at the same time. It's just a lot of kind of sitting there and practicing in your own room and figuring out how to play and sing at the same time it's definitely not certain parts you know I've, I've gotten a lot better at it in terms of creating stuff that i know i can uh kind of let my bass breathe at the same time as i'm singing kind of give myself a break in terms of the mental you know juggling that's going on with the you know singing and the hands at the same time does right. that ever does that for you personally has that be ever ever become second nature when you you kind of forget that you're even playing the bass and you're just kind of walking yeah and that's that's kind of when you know that's kind of when you know you got it when you when you don't have to think about anymore there's like that that uh it just becomes that muscle memory where you you can kind of get into the moment without thinking about it nice yeah hell that so so your live shows you know i i listened to your album today you know, knowing you're a three piece, and I'm thinking, how does this translate live? Because there's it seems like there's a lot of extras here and there going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you guys well, are simplifying Juan is, it. One is kind of our producer, and and I know this is something that we talked about uh, going into when we were doing the live shows, kind of having a fourth member uh, with the um, with the PA system, and we definitely do have. Uh, right now, I mean, maybe not always, but right now we we do play to a click, and we do have certain. Um, so the, some of the effects that, you know, are played on the album will be played, uh, during, you know, the live experience as well. Okay. So it kind of, it kind of fills it up. Hell yeah. So what about the name? Is that an, is that a, is that a real word? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it is a real word. Um, I mean, I could have Googled it, it, but I'd rather ask you. No, it is a real word. Um, it comes from, uh, uh, 
like that same root as like gyroscope, uh, it like circular circle. Um, the, the main way it gets used is like, there's five gyres in the ocean, which are like these huge currents in the, in the ocean. They're, they're called the five gyres. Um, but yeah, it just means like a, a circular motion or something going in a circle. Was it, was that your brainchild? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was just a, a kind of a, a cool word that I, I always thought could be used for the name of a band. Okay. Nice. I, th- yeah. You just, I, I had to take notes while you were saying that. I, I, I learned something just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what kind of influences you guys got going into this? You guys have got a, uh, you guys have got uh, a lot of things going on, and sometimes it, it sometimes it feels like there's an influence or two that's pretty clear, and then you make a hard left and. Right. Uh, I mean, I think we're getting better at finding our own sound, um, especially with the new songs that we've been creating. Kind of, it's just it's more feels like the songs flow a bit more. I know that's definitely one thing we tried to do with the uh, from our EPs to the the newest album was just the idea of the song structures. But I mean, we we grab influence from all over the place. Uh, um mastodon obviously you probably here and there somewhere uh you know queens of the stone age once in a while um mutoid man uh <laughs> yeah um not often we went, someone we saw, that. saw them live and they were fucking amazing yeah those... brodsky is i mean he was in cave in before that he was like i remember in middle school and high school listening to that band and just loving it so i always kind of knew he would be back in terms of playing music um but then also i know juan is huge into like uh almost like i wouldn't say like techno but like prodigy type stuff in there i know like in terms of sounds i guess finding different sounds in that genre um and then old stuff i mean i grew up on metallica and led zeppelin and you know megadeth yeah, uh, that might cre- that might creep into there some somewhere. Um, Gojira definitely in there somewhere. Uh, I know yeah, all these think- bands, right? <laughs> I, I'm sit- we're both sitting here thinking the same damn thing. Where you know, when you talk to other people and they start listening off these random ass bands that nobody's ever heard of. I we've both heard of and listened to every band you've named off. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. I mean, it's I don't know. I think we. I know some people like to get all exclusive and stuff but we're definitely not trying to be an exclusive band we're trying to uh bridge that gap between like metal and rock and rock and roll and kind of getting back to the roots yeah rock and i that's what that's what i definitely you guys rock and roll for sure is the new album shaping up to kind of have the same sound a shared vision uh yeah i would say i mean it's similar i would actually say um for some reason we're it, getting a little bit more I don't know. Our faster parts are getting a little bit faster. Slower parts are getting a bit, a little bit slower. Um, okay. A little more contrast. A little bit more, a little bit more dynamic. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but also always going back to the song and always thinking and trying to get, keep the groove going too. Always trying to keep the groove in the song going. The groove is the most important. The groove is <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so tell me about. Uh, do you write all the lyrics, or is this a is this more collaborative um, thing, or? Yeah, and on the last album, I, I wrote all the lyrics. Okay. The the previous ones, when we had you know different singers, uh, it was kind of a you know a shared endeavor with the lyrics. But the last album, yeah, I I definitely wrote wrote them. So so how does that how does that come about? Are these are these experiences? Are these things you see? Are these just words that rhyme? 
Um, I try to have at least some type of theme in there and then kind of build off that theme. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm an English teacher, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I, I teach this stuff all the time in terms of writing. So hope, <laughs> hopefully I do decent when I write myself. Why, why wasn't our teachers uh, in rock bands right? when we were younger? It, Jesus Christ. How many times have you gotten the, uh, I, this is either going to be something that's happened a lot or something that only I caught on to. How many times have you been compared to Sting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My my brother actually he said something to me one day. He was like, "Dude, you actually kind of weirdly look like him too." I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, and then also I'm also teaching English, and I don't know. So yeah, there's definitely that. I his voice is probably a little bit. He's got a higher tone than I. Do. I I'm just being generic with the the English teacher that plays the bass. That was like famously <laughs> what he was doing before the police blew up. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um so I the song that we used for the intro is Come to Carry On. Cool. And uh you you said that you mainly wrote all the lyrics for this new album. Is there anything with Come to Carry On any any kind of stories or anything you want to tell us about what the lyrics mean? Uh yeah, I mean that's from that's definitely one of the more personal songs in terms of past relationships, past friendships where um yeah, you know, and it also goes with the band too. He doesn't say maybe of, the past uh, band members. I'm so, yeah, I mean there there definitely is that in there. So yeah, it's definitely personal. But yeah, I hopefully it's it's also I try and like write lyrics where it, it, you can take it. It can be a personal thing, but it also can uh yeah, apply up, to anyone in general. Yeah, up for interpretation. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Any right. good song, yeah, can be, you know, we all listen to everything different. I mean, so I could take it. I can. I could take a song and it could mean joyous things to me. And someone else listens to the same song, song and get sad about it. So that's yep. that's the beautiful part of you know. Amen. Part of music. Yep. Riff break. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we all think, you know, especially with being there at St. Vitus, uh, been any cool shows lately? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, we saw a mutoid man at St. Vitus. How long uh, ago was that? Months. Was that, that was about two months ago. That was a really good show. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm jealous about that. I think they put out a video from that. Uh, I think they did. Yeah. We were right up in the front, right, literally right next to, uh, Steve. So it was really cool. It was cool to see him. Um, what else have we been to? We're going to see, I don't know if you ever heard of Parlor Mob. They're like a rock, straight up rock band. Uh, we're going to see them on Thursday in the city. Um, we also, I, I always go to just like little local shows around here. So there was a show at the Clash Bar, which is right next to our our studio. And in, in, uh, I'm actually, I live in New York, but our, I, our the other two guys live in Jersey and our studio's in Jersey. And there's a couple places. There's Clash Bar, there's a band, um, crap, now I'm going to forget them. A deer, a horse. They were from Brooklyn, and you didn't even know about them. And then all of a sudden, you see them, and you're like, oh, "Okay, cool." And you just find out a band you didn't know. Right. Uh, Towers also played that show. Definitely like straight up '70s throwback rock, which was really cool. Which <laughs> seems to be a big thing nowadays. Yeah. Uh, full circle. Everything full circle, right? Yeah. Ruby the Hatchet. Uh, saw them with uh, Mutoid Man. They were awesome. The Well. Again, another one of those like '70s throwback bands. Um, 
I think that Ruby the Hatchet, I've been hearing a lot about them here lately. I think they're on that the wall redux that's supposed to be coming out. What is it? I think that Ruby the Hatchet is on that uh the wall remake that's supposed to be coming out here. Oh too. really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Something for Magnetic Eye Records or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They probably yeah, pr- they probably are then. Um How was that how was that um without Waves and Zaya's show? Oh man, that was awesome. Okay, I guess yeah, I could talk about the shows we actually played because yeah, that that's also a great thing uh, uh, when you play with bands that you know at, at the shows that you're playing, and and that was the first time I ever saw those two bands, and both of them blew me away. They're awesome. Fuck yeah. Uh, Zayas is uh, I don't know, man. That band was so fucking crystal clear in terms of their sound. I was it was awesome. That yeah. drummer was tight as fuck too. <laughs> yeah, he was. Jesus Christ, that motherfucker! It looks like he's gonna fall apart at any minute if the if something <laughs> is so perfect. Fo- yeah. He is so focused. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how we came. You know, that's how we came across you. We we hooked up with them uh, the right. day after you guys played or whatever. And we thought you were coming, so we started listening to your shit. And oh, oh, shit. And then we okay. got we got let down. But uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without waves too, man. It was awesome to watch those guys. It's definitely the. I think the guy who was doing the most work that entire night is the the guitarist and singer of uh, Without Waves. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's a madman. All, all over, he's doing so much. <laughs> so, uh, to, to kind of circle back here, sorry, I, I, I my interest has been piqued about something off the wall. Do you oh, ta- the- you're talking about going to shows, random small shows, you know, at, at bars, and then an English teacher the next day that. I'm assuming you're not drinking at these because that's no, like, definitely not. That definitely sounds not awful. Drinking. Beer is bad. At the, yeah, that would especially <laughs> at that hour. What what grade do you teach? Uh, eighth grade. Nice. The, it's so strange. It is. It's man. cool. It's strange. Yeah. I, the, uh, what's his name from Neurosis? Is like a third grade teacher. Yeah. So do you have? Yeah. Li- listen, it is definitely. It's one of those professions where you. You are kind of provided enough time to still kind of go after your hopes and dreams and stuff. In the um, summer, you're off, right? At at the same time, you know, when 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 I'm there, you have to be in the moment, completely present, unless you're going to suck at teaching. Right. <laughs> so you need to there. I'm on and basically performing. So it, I, I'm going to be honest. It actually does help uh, in terms of just performing in front of people. Uh, you know, there I never get that kind of. I guess sometimes you still get that stage fright and stuff like that, but it, there's nothing compared to, uh, you know, what it used to be before I never would stand in front of people in terms of teaching or being on stage. So it definitely helps out in, in both regards, I guess, in teaching, playing live definitely helps my teaching and, uh, you know, teaching definitely helps the live performance and it just in front of being in front of people and not, not caring. Have everyone just staring at you, looking, right. looking for you to give them something. <laughs> yeah. Have you been I I have you been doing gyre long enough that some of the kids that have been through your class have ended up at shows? No, no, thankfully not yet. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah. Well, I suppose uh you want to you want to introduce that uh this is usually your thing, here, Brian. <laughs> the the one the final question. What's it going to come down to? So, uh, our our exit question is the uh, the traditional shipped off to an island. You only get to take one album with you. Oh boy! Yep, that's it. Uh, You've thrown out a lot of bands today, too. I don't expect you to throw this one. That, I don't <laughs> expect you to answer this one quick. Uh, no, I, I kind of have it. 
I know I um just because it was one of those moments when I heard the album I was uh, completely my mind exploded and uh it kind of brought me down a different path in terms of music so probably death's uh individual thought pattern oh shit i would not have saw that coming <laughs> yeah no it was just uh, if, i don't know man that album if you listen to it the, the musicianship the uh the songwriting the heaviness chuck Schroeder was a, a genius uh and it was kind of crappy that he passed at the age because i would have loved to see what he like would have went on and done yeah no i think that's uh, that's a sentiment that's widely agreed upon um We'll tell you what, since you got that one pretty fast, Brian had a, had another idea for one of these end questions. Let, yeah. Let's go ahead and throw that one out there, you know, we Since here at, at Epitome of Stupidity, we are not creative at all. So the next one that I, I, <laughs> I made up myself and has never been asked before is, uh, you know, alive or living. You, you have a lunch. Alive or living. Or alive or dead. <laughs> you could have lunch with, with any musician, living or dead. Who would that be? Um, damn. Why is this one harder? <laughs> I know, um, I know who mine would be. Probably Dimebag. I mean, that's a that's an easy one. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's definitely a good one. I don't know. I would I would have to say, damn, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with um... Sting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have to go with uh, uh, James Hetfield. I don't know. Oh, that's a probably good one. to me the in terms of being a front man and just being. Fuck yeah. Uh, the, the man in terms of a front man, I don't know. He's just... Have you listened to his interview with uh, Joe Rogan? No, I haven't. The two-hour-long podcasting they did? They talk about bees for like 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just, just the way that the dude talks. I mean, we love Metallica as well. James is, is yeah. a huge influence on me. because I, I play, you know, guitar, but I am... I'm I'm a rhythm guitarist all day every day. Right. And oh he, yeah, yeah. Dude, his he, rhythm guitar is absolutely absurd. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Good good call on that, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't even I would never thought of that, but right. I like it. I yeah. like it. It's I'm probably older than you think I am, so I've been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you led me there. How old are you? Uh, thirty nine. I'm seventies, baby. We're, thir we're 36. Yeah, we're, we're, like right oh, okay. we're right there. Okay. We're right there. We appreciate you coming on here, man. Giving up a little bit of your Sunday after or Saturday afternoon. Right. I don't even know what fucking alive day it is. Or alive, <laughs> alive or alive, alive or living. <laughs> giving up yep. your Sunday. You're all over the yeah. place. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Seriously. No. Uh, sorry about all the confusion to get to this point, but it was it was a pleasure talking to you, and, and we yeah, look same, forward to uh, you guys. What's coming? The new music. When you guys, you guys will make it out here. I I fucking know it. And then we'll high five. Yeah. Well, you can give us an English lesson, and then we'll have a beer or something. Um, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely on bowl. All right, man. Well, have a good one. We'll talk to you later. You too. Bye. All right. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Good stuff. Another, another one down. Another good conversation with another cool dude who makes cool music. I love the whole bass player, English teacher thing. Any police reference that I can make, I'm, I'm going to take. And you did. And I did. <laughs> it's fun. Thanks to him. We'll be talking to... Him hopefully soon. Yeah, looking forward to hearing Some new stuff from him. Other music and and whatever in the news. In the news, Ozzy's in the news. Ozzy's in the news. Everyone's seen this. Did story. you see how he hurt his hand? No, <laughs> it's he's got. It's it was two hangnails that got infected on different fingers, on the same hand. They went to the emergency room because why wouldn't you go to the so emergency? Is the room hangnail? Like when you get them right here, like, like in the cuticle part here, and it's like yeah, rips yeah, yeah. out and Pull, through. It pulls up towards your knuckle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they go to the emergency room 
because they're hangnails. And, uh, <laughs> and he's Ozzy. Of course you would. And, of course, the surgeon sees Ozzy. Oh, or the doctor or whatever. Sees Ozzy. Yeah, no, we're going to have to operate, big guy. You're. This is serious. These are hangnails. <laughs> is this real? This, no. no. Well, I assume it is. This is my fucking picture of doctors. It, they're like car salesmen. They're, they're just. No, no, no. <laughs> you want the. This is the worst case I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, this is. You, you, you got here just in time. <laughs> this. Leave your checkbook with her. Come with me. <laughs> Sedate him. So we had to cancel his tour. The last well, four like, shows yeah, there yeah. in California of the No More Tours tour. Which isn't, again, we'll say it again. Well, not the last. The only, <laughs> like, the only good thing about this tour is the shows. There's been so much weird shit around it. There's been the arguments about whether or not it's the last tour. There's been the weirdness with Zach was the 75th choice to play guitar. Yeah. It. Whatever though, Sharon's a good. He's still out. Oh yeah, a good pub. She's a she good knows how to surround herself. <laughs> knows how to surround herself with a good story there, right? So, but yeah, he's he's rescheduling them for in twenty nineteen. Did you see time. the uh, the picture of him that in the was, hospital yeah, or something where he's eating ice cream? Yeah. How's he eating ice cream? <laughs> it's just it's endlessly amusing with him. Well, the bat can sleep easy knowing that right? he's in from the hospital. The, right from the post the other day, that always makes me laugh. That's an oldie but a goodie. I've never seen it. I liked it. And, uh, <laughs> Axel. I love it, dude. Yeah, this is a good story. It, the mo- the meat of this story, I really don't care about. Where's this from? I want to, I want to. That's Blabbermouth, Blabbermouth. But it was everywhere. Thank you. For, uh, thank you for this everywhere, but sp- specifically Blabbermouth because Kanye West <laughs> is the worst of the worst of the worst attention seeking egotistic, cock-sucking motherfucker. But other than that, you're pretty all right with him, right? Yeah. God, I'd, if he died, I would be sad for his kids for a minute, and then I'd be bummed with my life. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> I'm not a fan either. I've completely there's, tuned him out of my life, though, so it doesn't matter. There's, uh, You know, I, I stay a little bit more in touch with pop culture than you, just through the, the uh, social medias and stuff. Every time I see his face, I want to punch someone. But I did see something. I'll give him a quick, quick credit. Ooh. He stopped and gave a homeless man $100 in cash, took down whatever his address is, corner or whatever, and right. has given him some Yeezys, which apparently are his shoes, or Kanye's shoes. Okay. So that's a good deed. Okay. Other than that, shut the fuck up. You go to the White House, you make a 10-minute I'm pretty sure speech. that was just more publicity-seeking, but whatever. Well, yeah, because there's cameras around. He's right. like, oh, that guy's got a camera. That's a... But he, what's funny is like, he points to his bodyguard and says, give him 100 bucks. Bodyguard reaches inside pocket, like does one of these, right. you know, flips things. Flips and... through the cash wad. <laughs> but anyway, so back to the story. He went to the White House and completely Kanye'd it up. Made it awkward as all hell. Uh, said, uh, apparently, this is all, all I know about is from what Axel said, just basically did not make much sense. Started talking about Chicago and that's, all that shit. Yeah, that, that's not just Axel. That's the consensus that it was just a weird fucking ramble. And even Donald Trump didn't know what to say. <laughs> of course he didn't. But anyways, um, the the larger the whole reason I included this was the end of it because we've we've talked about this a couple times. The actual point there was they were. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong article. They signed a uh, the, the Music Modernization Act, which will get people like Mastodon and other people with the streaming service. It just kind of updates all the stuff that we've talked about a couple times. Where you know, uh, I think it was Bill from Mastodon was complaining about how. Yeah. And uh, there was other, there's been other bands, and obviously, get every, to the point. They they've updated it. it so it should be they get more money now. Yeah, okay, essentially. 
it's updated to you know 2018 where things aren't like they were when the old laws were in effect that were written in like the fucking 70s well that we should talk about that in a show i know but the the that was i mean i had to look for that and find it in the article the whole fucking article is axel and kanye (laughs) the important part is two damn sentences yeah and i guess i didn't even mention so axel calls him out on his fucking bullshit which is i mean i don't really have anything bad to say about axel other than don't ever do anything besides Guns N' Roses. Right. But <laughs> other than that, I mean, yeah, I'm no, glad I someone's in this. Wait, I don't care thing? about any of that no. stuff. I could have happily lived without all of it. It was just that those two sentences there at the bottom where, you know, they signed this and things are kind of updated now. I don't, it doesn't actually go into details as to how it's changed or anything like that. And we're going to figure it out. I didn't have to give a damn. I'll read it all. Go to, uh, all the article. No, the act. Oh, okay. You, you do that. I'll and I'll, re- I'll recite it on here, but from memory. Okay, I'm looking forward to next week. By the way, <laughs> speaking of things that uh, are long running with you, how's that pedal coming along? We're not to gear geeking yet. Okay, sorry, premature mother. Remind me about that. Stupidest uh, story ever. Clint calls it. I love it's, it's, but you can't help but laugh. Uh, this is from Blabbermouth as well. So, Shaggy too dope. I can't believe per- we're literally doing this. Fifty percent of ICP. <laughs> And uh, Limp Biscuits frontman Fred Durst, fifty percent of biggest douchebags on earth. Right. <laughs> uh, they were at he tries to WWE style <laughs> drop kick him, double footed, completely parallel to the ground. <laughs> the whole jump and a, a solid five feet short. Yeah, and it was enough to like what you would do if you like tap someone on the shoulder. Basically, Fred just like moved forward a little bit. And looked behind him as he was getting escorted off by fifty people. Like, what the fuck just that, happened? Oh my god, that's just. And so then like stupid. a fight broke out between the right. bouncers, kind of thing. Going somebody on. with the with the ICP dude came out to like try to back him up or yeah. some shit. That dude was huge. He was though. gigantic, and you know he was the ICP dude because he had stupid fucking dreadlock, <laughs> dumbass dread braid <laughs> things. But he was like seven foot six. Oh my god! He and that little other dude was giving him shit. And he, like, right? he got his ass kicked by that little dude. <laughs> it was. It's just you know, Durst is out there at the front of the stage, and this and they were singing um, "Faith, Faith." Yeah. And this fucking weirdo comes out of nowhere with the the fake drop or with the attempted drop kick. Yeah. Apparently, he posted something on social media about it right before he did it too. <laughs> and since then, it, there's been a bunch of back and forth with. Uh, Whoever the DJ, DJ Lethal, Lethal yeah, uh, and uh, you know he's been calling him out and all that fun stuff. And the Iron Sheik, yes, that Iron Sheik from the fucking '80s wrestling has kind of brokered peace between everybody. So, oh, we what, have, what's what's fun, uh, real quick, is ICB played earlier on that day, that day on the same right. stage. So they probably were like mingling. At They've some done point, songs right? together. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. I forgot I read that too. It, <laughs> it's just so stupid, man. It it almost seems like it. I mean, could this be like a in cahoots, like drop kick me, but don't really right. like we'll both get in the news and kind of. I, that is where I would lean on this. I'm the same guy who thinks that you know surgeons are taking you to surgery to to upsell you. Upsell. Though, so I, I you know call me cynical, upsell. but no, I would say that I, this all feels like some kind of idiotic publicity stunt. And uh, but it's working. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah, killing it. We'll talk about that a little bit here later on. Yeah, no, we'll break down his uh, <laughs> his his technique in the jump. Kick. Terrible form, that guy. Terrible form. Terrible form. He's obviously uh, done more watching of wrestling than 
practicing. Whoever wrote the article, I'm, I'm ima- I think that's who said this. He proposes a resolution to the conflict, being a battle of the bands. Yeah, that was that was the metal uh, the metal sucks article. So, and he proposes that each each group plays for ten minutes, and the panel judges votes. He who loses is not allowed to make music ever again. This, this way, he who wins, we all win. See, is also not allowed to make music <laughs> ever again. That way, everybody wins. You, you, did you ever have an uh, ICP phase? I talk. We talked about this off air uh, before. Uh, there was like a solid week there back in high school where yeah. I thought, you know, okay, I kind of get it, and then you know, made it through the weekend and woke up on Monday and realized, good God, get this away from me. <laughs> they were, yeah, back in our in our young years, they were. They were something. That was when they talking about fucking dead bodies and (laughs) that was when they blew up. Yeah, that's good Halloween music too. If you still listen to it, no, it's not. If you still listen to it, it's not good anything. (laughs) So in reviews, in the the reviews, I I want to hear your review of this. I don't have much a review of it. Okay, let's. I want to go first. Yeah, it's just okay. Start to finish, it's one good song from the start to the end. You're fucking. That's all I got. I only listened to it once. I have to listen to it a couple more times. Nothing really changes for me. It's one of those albums, like I said, it's the same song all the way through, but it's a good song all the way through. But it's nothing. I don't feel like I'm going like this at all. I'm making the roller coaster hand with motion with my hand. It's it's good radio. Yeah. So yeah, it's just you don't you don't get the the quiet loud quiet or whatever right, loud, quiet. <laughs> thing going on. So there's not a whole lot of dynamic stuff going on and. I and again coming from the guy who listened to it once, that, yeah. those dynamics are in there. Uh, and it and it sounds a lot like Motorhead to me too, the vo- the vocals. Yeah, that, that Matt Pike. Matt <laughs> Matt Pike still sounds like Matt Pike, who still sounds kind of like uh, <laughs> you know New Millennium Mo- Motorhead. Yeah, that, that's that's a thing. Um, that's all I got. He uh, you you got a shits there, or you gonna wait till you listen to it a few more? I'll give it three shits. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, even that Electric Messiah is their tribute to Lemmy, which I can't remember if I've done this on the podcast or not, but is a proper tribute to Lemmy, as a uh, as opposed to that garbage murder one thing that uh, Metallica did in tribute to Lemmy. How do you do a fucking slow tribute to Lemmy? That's that's not a fucking thing. He was he was a fan of the R and B arts. That's stupid. But I I fucking love this thing, dude. It, it comes out with a punch in the face and it continues to pummel All it, that, the way through. that first song is just a pummeling the second song is like a 10 minute long pummeling that has some variation and shit to it third song is that uh electric messiah that's the lemmy tribute then you get to the good stuff you know it's a better song fake messiah no it's not <laughs> it's, oh my god sanction annihilation trigger I, I could listen to on a fucking loop and it's 10 minutes long that's the worst song on there it is awesome it is so fucking awesome and it's got the dynamics and i love the way it's mixed because he does some the main riff is just killer and then he does some like variations and that aren't mixed like way up to the top like a lot of these things would be i love that they're they're like right in the mix in the middle of everything it uh man i could listen to that song endlessly when the drums just keep fucking pounding and everything kicks in there at the beginning it's just badass and then uh, that follows up with the Pallid Mask, which is also fucking awesome. But it's all it, it's more of a conventional song with the, you know being like four and a half minutes or something like that. Um, 
what else was there? Freebooter. Freebooter is a straight up ass whooping. Freebooter. Freebooter and Drowning Dog are fucking. Oh, dude, I love it. It's. I I like the last couple. The uh, Vermis Mysterious is pretty good. Luminiferous. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Was I think was more like what you're talking about, where it's just like one thing all the way through, and there's even some. There's even like a slower song on that one, and I still come out feeling that way. But it's high on fire, so it's good enough. I feel like this <laughs> is more of a return to like Bless Black Wings and all that fun fucking shit. I I love me some High on Fire. I love me some Matt Pike. Everyone knows. I I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go four on it. Four shits. I I fucking dig it. It's gonna give be me, give me a shits. It's gonna be in contention for. It's gonna be in the conversation for top five of the year. Give me a shits as compared to their discography. If as it compares into all their other albums, it's middle. Because okay. I mean, those first—that's all that really what matters with with people that have that with bands that have that many albums. Right. It's kind of more like compared to what they've done in the past. I think. Bless Black Wings, Death of This Communion, Thanks for the Divine is as good a fucking three album stretch as anybody could ever hope to put out. And other people are going to argue with me that Surrounded by Thieves is just as good as the fucking rest of them. It's, yeah, no one's going to argue with you. It's just well, most people shouldn't because we all know at this point that I'm fucking right. Yeah. It uh, it would come in after those ones for me. Okay. You know, there with the Vermis Mysterious. It's it's good fucking stuff. If you like High on Fire, you've already heard it, and you know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right. Thanks for that, Clint. I'm here to help. Yeah. I'm here all week. Tip your waitresses. Gear geeking. Gear geeking. Right? That's what's up next. I We just get new shit left and right. I know. <laughs> I've got to start selling shit. There's no reason for me to have fucking 35 bases. Bullshit. I got a new guitar. And it is a LTDTE 200, which is a Telecaster body shape metal machine, dual humbuckers, all white with black binding and hardware and everything else on its black besides the paint. And it is gorgeous. It was B stock, so it came with a broken tuner, which is okay. Got a great deal on it. Love that fucking thing. It's definitely going to be my my B guitar to my Solar. Solar. And I want I want to I. Sometime this winter, I'm going to get some killer ass, you know, sort of high end uh, bridge pickup to put in some either super distortion or maybe a dime bucker or something to put in there to just that's all. That's all these sort of. I mean, it was 320 bucks. I'd call that a pretty cheap guitar. And really, you know, a cheap guitar these days is nothing like a cheap guitar 30 years ago. A cheap guitar these days is fucking great. Right. The only thing they really lack is the tuning keys and the tuning all the tuning keys on this kind of suck and then the, and then the the pickups so you and who needs the neck pickup you just spend 7500 bucks on the bridge pickup you throw it in there you're fucking good to go right so now i have my yin to my yang i've got an all white Tele. telecaster and an all black telecaster and uh, they look pretty sexy now you just other. need you an actual fender telecaster the Squire's made by Fender. An actual Fender. <laughs> okay. Trust me, I look at them all the time. Give me a Mexican one. <laughs> a Mexican one. All right. I'm on a Mexican. Is that it? Or are we going to do the Would You Rather? Let's do the Would You Rather. Why not? It's fucking idiotic. Would you rather be Shaggy 2 Based dope. on the, the dropkick yeah. conversation. Inspired by. Yeah. Shaggy 2 Dope, which if you don't know, is the skinny one of the two. I didn't know one of them was fat. I believe. Violent I J. I didn't know one of them was skinny. Violent J. Shaggy We're dope. losing Wait. credibility the further you go no, with it. No, the fact that I can't really remember is good. I thought, yeah, so anyways, one of the guys, or Fred Durst, the front man of the best metal, <laughs> new metal <laughs> band new metal. In, the, in the world. Uh, go ahead, Clint. What do you, that's would you rather. 
I would I I would go with Durst because there's actual instruments and shit in that their <laughs> band and Have not. you heard Chicken Hunting? There's a guitar in there. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. And uh, you know, <laughs> and you listened to uh, uh, Limp Biscuit back in the day and thought it was good. I did, I did. I won't try to hide that. I yeah. I, I like that first album. Liked that first album. I still three dollar bill yeah. y'alls or some shit. I'm sure if I turned it on, I'd you know I could probably still listen to Faith. I could. I'm sure there's another song or two on there. That, that is can... still a good fucking song. Yeah, Counterfeit's still a good fucking song. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you, I think I know where you're going with this then. Well, it's an easy answer, right. but it's it's just stupid. It's just it, a chance it, to it, analyze. It was kinda. there to be posed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Fred Durst of Cur- uh, Fred Durst of Curse. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, God, I mean, and I had a little bit of a longer ICP phase than you. I listened to two of their albums back in the day, and I actually revisited one six months ago at the gym, just out of pure, don't know what other one to listen to, but I want to listen to Nostalgic, and it still fucking cracked me up, made me laugh. You're ridiculous. It was funny as hell, it, and I think it was the Riddle Box, I think. It's just so fucking funny. This is, I don't. It's just the 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 fifteen year old and me laughing at them talk about nut sacks, and right? Stuff like, <laughs> but uh, and I've also in the past year I've listened to that first um, Limp Biscuit album. It's got a couple good songs on. We 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 share a different meaning to that. Of course, it's not something I'd pick up and like now, but I liked it back then. So for me, I still get a kick out of it. Right. For you, you you know, it's right. No, it's not in the rotation anymore. But yeah, the two songs, Counterfeit and Faith. I, I, I would still say that I, I like liked, this song. I think it was Clunk that I liked on that. <laughs> I don't even know that one. either. Clunk. <laughs> Do you have it? You own it? Straight out of the 90s. Yeah, man. Um, Leech was the one Leech, I liked. Leech, okay. okay. Clunk. There is, clunk now, is, that, is, clunk it, is the one right before Faith. Oh, I was going to say, damn, if that sound a song, it isn't now. <laughs> nobody, I think I remember Nobody Loves Me being all right. Oh, my God, dude. What has happened? We're talking about ICP okay. and analyzing it's $3 okay. bill, y'all. It's good entertainment. Isn't it y'alls? Isn't there an S? It's, there's a dollar sign at the yeah, end. Yeah, so it's y'alls. But anyways, that's all we have. You're welcome for us putting it into this if yeah. you, some I don't for some care. reason, listen to it all the way through. I don't care. That's entertainment. <laughs> it's something, that's for sure. We are on... We're on all the social channels. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and... Find us there, like us there, follow us there. More than likely, we'll follow you back. Yeah, man. And uh, you can find us on places other than where you're listening to us right now. In Clint's lower level. In Clint's basement. I don't understand why you always push back about lower level versus basement. It's a lower level. I don't. It's under fucking ground. No, it's not. It's halfway underground. There you go. It's a lower level. You're, all right. Anyway, that's for our home improvement podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of the 90s. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. We're on. Pi- we're <laughs> we're on that. podcast. We have an email. We have an email. It's eostupidity at gmail dot com. You're listening to Gyre in the background. Check them out. I don't know if I'd put them under the metal tab, but that doesn't matter because we're only allegedly metal anyway. Progressive hard rock. Yeah. It's good stuff. Back to back rock weeks. If you haven't since the last show, check out White Nails. Yeah. No. And I still think White Nails is more metal than you let that come across. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>